Welcome, everyone. You're listening to the Long Overdue Podcast, coming to you from Decatur Public Library in Decatur, Texas. We're here today with all the usual suspects. We have Dawn. Hello. And Denise. Hello. And Chris. Hello. And I'm Pat. And we are here. This is so exciting. I am. We are here Mm -hmm. to talk about the Loch Ness Monster. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. I'm glad you didn't say the myth of the Loch Ness Monster. Oh, no. You just said we are talking about the Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> I did. I love it. And possible other lake monsters. We'll see where this conversation goes. We'll see where it goes. Okay. Possible. So. So this was really interesting. I mean, I've heard of the Loch Ness Monster since I was a little girl, which mm-hmm. I think is really interesting, being from Montana in a small little <laughs> town, hearing about the Loch Ness Monster. Mm-hmm. So Nessie is pervasive, yeah. Yeah. And, and so when I was doing some research, I found out that she was first spotted in 1933. In modern times. Mm-hmm. Yes, because I did see some other dates that went back to the 1800s and maybe... Oh, I'm showing recorded since 565 A.D. A monk, now known as St. Columba. Yeah. Okay. St. Columba. So, Adrian Shine yeah. is the uh, curator, I guess, of the museum. The Luckness Project. Yes. He's and so funny. he was very interesting on the website that I looked at. There's a, a little five-minute video. Whew. And he talked about that they didn't really so much find anything out about the Loch Ness Monster, but they found out a lot about people. <laughs> I bet. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. So what he was talking about is... That we want to believe in monsters uh-huh. and things that are bigger than us. And they have to be frightening and hidden. Why is that? I don't know. <laughs> well, they can't be out in the open because then everybody would know about them and everybody would know, no, that's not, that's not what, I don't see that. Or they do see it. And then are they still frightened? Is it still a big deal? Hmm. Mm. I think if I saw Godzilla... It would still be a big deal. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think if I saw the Loch Ness Monster, and even if not having seen the Loch Ness Monster, I'm not swimming in that lake. Yeah. I'm not well, okay. It. I'm just going to say that the water temperature stays about 44 degrees yes, Fahrenheit, it is so cold. I wouldn't go swimming in that lake anyway. <laughs> yes. And it's silty and has peat all the way through, so you can't see anything. Interesting. So, and that's part of the mystery. Yeah. That, that, you know, you even sonar it. exploration and anybody who's gone in a submersible. So the Adrian Shine guy mm-hmm. talked about going down in his submersible. <laughs> so he's the guy, he, he showed up there in 1973 mm-hmm. to start looking into this with his submersible. Yeah. And, and he's still there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lives in his van. He lives in his van? Yeah, like he never okay. leaves. <laughs> well, I, that's I'm sure it's some dedication. I'm sure to like a Winnebago or something. <laughs> well, 
But, you know, that's some dedication. Mm. You know, he's really interested in this. No kidding. He must be independently wealthy. (laughs) But he's running this project, and he's probably getting grant funding. You know, that could be. So he made his own submarine? I don't know if he made it. Or had it commissioned. He designed it, I think, yeah. And he went down there? Uh Uh-huh. Well, he said, so there's a lock morar is mm-hmm. is attached and it's clear water so they went there first just to check out how this submersible would work and then they started exploring loch ness and but not just them but everybody who's gone down there you know they can't see because mm-hmm. it's just so full of silt and so it's really difficult one of the other things they talked about too, because the water's so cold, yeah. there's no reptiles, right? Mm-hmm. So that kind of you so know the whole plesiosaur mm-hmm. thing is, mm-hmm. yeah. If you've seen this or yeah, you know, yeah, you probably not it's the not explanation. Huh? No, it's not at all. So and the, I saw that it's proposed that it's in a, some form of aquatic mammal mm-hmm. as well. That's been other things that have been proposed that would, I guess. Say why it can live in that water. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I've not heard that. So, one of the things that... Well, I'm always going to talk about where things show up in fiction. <laughs> 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 but, so, Outlander, uh-huh. by Diana Gabaldon, has an appearance of the Loch Ness Monster. Oh, in 1743 or 5 or whatever uh-huh. year it is. Um, and they've just been talking about the the legend of the water horse uh-huh. and trying to explain this whole phenomenon that the I think it's the top 100 feet of the lake um, changes temperature based on, you know, the sun and the weather and all that. But then as it gets warmer, somehow there's a phenomenon that it will sink and the colder water rises. And so you've always got this changing temperature. And so if you've got somehow the, the, the water surface looks like it's steaming mm-hmm. because it's much warmer than the ambient temperature. And so there's all this stuff going on. And so there's this legend that the water horse kidnapped this woman, but then she became his wife, and that he took her to his cave where he lives, and she cooks bread for him every day, and so it heats up the water, and that's why you see the steam coming up from the water, because it's from the fire. There's it's so many just, things about just, that. You know, it's just, <laughs> that are, why would a monster wrong? eat bread? <laughs> right. It, it's, why would he eat a human wife? <laughs> why doesn't well, she cook fish? <laughs> okay. That, well, anyway. that's different too. <laughs> but, I mean, there's all kinds of stories like that in Celtic and Scottish, mm-hmm. you know, legend and so forth about trying to explain those phenomena right. those natural phenomena like that but anyway very interesting it's odd so on this website um, what is it nessie.co.uk mm-hmm. there are facts about Loch Ness mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is the lake which I found fascinating yeah 
So, there is more water in Loch Ness than in all the other lakes in England, Scotland, and Wales put together. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a lot of water. Not because yeah. of the surface area. Because, because of the depth. How, because it's... How deep it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And that's one of the things that in, intrigues Adrian Shine is the depth. And then it says that the bottom it's is flat. so flat... <coughs> it could be a bowling green. That's what it says. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Which means a lot more to English people than to us. But yes. right. still, we know what that means. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a bowling alley down there. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a multi-lane bowling alley. I guess they did that by sonar. They could figure that out by sonar, mm-hmm. how flat it was. But mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember watching a documentary on it a long time ago. Mm-hmm. I was very young. But they talked about that. Now they went, they went, did sonar and like swept the hole. And it, but re, what I remember is it was all very uniform. Like mm-hmm. it was just a big, deep trench. And Which is very odd. Yeah. Because lakes aren't usually like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you would think, especially one that was between the valley like it is, or in the valley, that it would be a little bit more rocky and uneven. Mm-hmm. It yeah, because because you wouldn't you would expect it to be curved on the sides and you know all that kind of thing instead of straight down, straight across, straight up kind of mm-hmm. kind of thing. I can tell you, it it's there is no like you don't wade into this lake anywhere that I saw. I mean, I'm sure there's some place to do that, but mm-hmm. I was there and and in a couple of different places because we we stopped in one place where you could walk up to the edge of the lake but i don't know how deep it was there but you couldn't see like you couldn't just walk into it there was like a pier there and i reached over and i touched it It was very cold Mm -hmm. like super super cold of course this was in december november so it would have been cold but but they said it never freezes right because of that whole thermal thing that that happens but yeah it's it's really odd but then where we 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 did a little boat tour of the lake mm-hmm. the loch <laughs> and um where we got in there too it was you it wasn't a beach it wasn't where you could walk into it and everywhere we went it was cliff faces or or rocky areas or something like that mm-hmm. and so just not, you know, not lakes like we look mm-hmm. at around here. Of course, a lot of our lakes are are thanks to the Army Corps of Engineers yeah. and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. So, yes. you know, I don't know. <coughs> Very interesting. So have any of you read, like, before we knew what the temperature was, those theories about the that this is a you know, dinosaur kind of relative mm-hmm. sort of thing about how that might have happened. Mm-mm. So I, I haven't read this recently, but my best recollection is that it's because this is so deep that it, it has um, ties out to the ocean, like that, you know, underground tunnels and things uh-huh. like that, mm-hmm. where um, as climate changed in the dinosaur period, i I don't even know which one this would have been, Triassic maybe, um, that 
no, this would have been Cretaceous, maybe, um, that this creature kind of got into this freshwater area and couldn't get back out because the water levels changed or something like that happened and then somehow managed to keep living uh-huh. or something. Yeah. You know, that's, that's the part that doesn't make any sense okay. at all well. is that. You know, 1,500 years later, we've still got something, uh-huh. if we do. So the perfect yeah. environment. Yeah, maybe. Okay, so there is <laughs> a... For <maybe>. immortality? <laughs> yeah, well, hey. Huh. Maybe it's a ghost. What? A ghost monster. Or a zombie. Oh, that's even better. <laughs> So growing up, there is a lake near us, and it's called Flathead Lake, Mm -hmm. and it was named after the Flathead Indians, but it's fed by Glacier Park, Uh and so it's cold, Mm -hmm. and it's deep, and people say that there is a monster up there, Mm. Um, but people, you know, after doing some studying and all that, they think that it is a sturgeon which is a fish that can get really, really big. big, Yeah. And they live for a really long time. Hmm. So I have not heard any of that compared to the Loch Ness monster. Would you go swimming in that lake? Yeah. And have. You're not afraid of sturgeons. Well, and that was before we even knew. I don't know. It was one of those things that we just (laughs) never really thought about. And the other thing is, is it's clear. You can see. Yeah. Um, but yeah, my cousins actually claim to have seen it, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, it's very interesting. It has not been said that it has eaten anybody. Mm. It's just so it's not a monster. It's just a creature. A creature. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what you thinking? Well, so I'm reading over some of these sightings, the reports of some of these sightings. Uh huh. The most recent one from this past October was a five-year-old who was taken to Loch Ness, given a Loch Ness monster hunting kit, (laughs) including binoculars, a compass, a magnifying glass, and a handheld torch. (laughs) And after an hour out on the water, well, you know, flashlight. Oh. Right. This is is England, so it's a flashlight. Um, After an hour out on the water... He spotted the monster in the distance, and afterwards he said, according to the BBC, not many people get to see her, and I got to see her. <laughs> that, was, that was the whole report. That was it. It was not corroborated by anybody who was with him, because obviously this, we think, I would think this five-year-old didn't go out on the lake by himself. Different parenting styles. Uh, yeah. yeah. Nobody said, <laughs> oh yeah, we saw it. They didn't have a kid. A five-year-old saw it. One of the things that Adrian Shine says, because mm-hmm. these are not my words, is that it all depends on your perspective. And <laughs> yeah, uh, well, <laughs> yes, that's true. Um, but like the the scale of things. So if you um, see a boat, you know it it creates the waves, mm-hmm. and they they say that some of those could look like. Um, the back humps or whatever that people mm-hmm. have claimed to have seen. And then 
he made a comment about if a, if a bird flies down, you don't necessarily know what that bird is. And if you don't have a scale to put it on, to, you, you don't know how big it is. And so it, it could be tiny or it could be really big. So, Kind of like a UFO. Yeah. Or like those things you buy on from Amazon <laughs> from China. <laughs> and they look really big. Yeah. <laughs> and then like your wading pool and you get it and it's eight <laughs> inches across or something. <laughs> yes. It's all. Yeah. All the scale. Mm-hmm. So according to the official Loch Ness Monster Sightings Register, in January... January 18th of 2020, longtime webcam watcher Ian Fagan once again, once again, this is not his first time, <laughs> caught something on video from the webcam at 1558 hours. The video shows an unknown moving object rising from the water and then a few seconds later disappearing again. He captured this still from the video. Let me and see. And still is, oh my goodness. Um, it doesn't even look like he's on the water. Well, the water's in the back. That's the water back there. Okay. Past the tree. <laughs> I'm like, that looks like a hill, but it's not. <laughs> it's, it's going down to the water. I, I'm yeah. guessing then. Okay. And that little black dot. Mm-hmm. All right, so, so this webcam, can they rewind it? Oh, can they go, I think are it's they just a live stream webcam. I don't know if it's recording. I'm sure it's recording somewhere. I, I mean, so. you would have to. Yeah. Yeah. But also off of this website, you can access the webcam and sit there and watch it yourself. You Where sure can. Because we have nothing better to do than watch a webcam for the Loch Ness. That's right. Monster. Oh, I thought that was a UFO. See, it looks like the sky, right? <laughs> so they're looking down at the lake. Yeah. Okay. uk. That's the place. And it says here that they are a family-friendly site. That's what it says. Well, that's yeah. why a five-year-old gets <laughs> to be exactly. on Exactly. <laughs> that's why this five-year-old Zachary White. <laughs> yeah. Not many people get to see her. I did. Except for all these people in 2019. Wow. This is very... This is uh, a lot like our the time we were looking at UFO pictures. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very much like that, isn't it? Or Bigfoot, maybe? Oh. All of it. It's dark there. So right now the webcam shows nothing. Oh. I was, I was looking to think, <laughs> why am I not seeing anything on the, on the live webcam? Well, because it's dark there. <laughs> That's funny. That's why. Okay, never mind. Um, <laughs> wow. So I found this really interesting article in Popular Mechanics of All Things. On It's called, Is the Loch Ness Monster Fake? Mm-hmm. And it was really f- interesting because it goes all the way back to St. Columba. Talks about that, and then it talks about the 1933 sighting, and then the, the photo that we all know. Mm-hmm. And then the revelation that that was a hoax, that it was made up, and that the big game hunter who was there to corroborate and track it down and who said he found footprints, Mm -hmm. they were actually footprints of a hippo that he had killed when he was in Africa on safari and brought home (laughs) with him 
so he used the the hippo to make awful story cat wow well like he yeah no he didn't bring a live hippo home with him no i know he brought a stuffed hippo home with him and had it and and made casts from it that's amazing That shadowy thing on the lake. <laughs> that fuzzy shadowy this thing on the lake. Photo, like, yeah. That almost looks like it's Is that the photo from nineteen thirty three? I don't know. Uh, it doesn't it doesn't say it th- looked like a llama. This is in a, a children's <laughs> book was. called Is the Loch Ness Monster Real? And it has that one of those classic looking pictures yeah. with just the black silhouette on the out on the the water. Um, but it says a picture like this does not prove there is a monster in the lake. It could be fake. Mm. What? Mm. So where would we find this book in the library if we were looking for it, Chris? In juvenile nonfiction over in the children's section. Yes. Yeah, the so call number is J001.944LAS. So 001, that's cryptozoology, right? Yeah. Point nine nine four. Miscellany anyway. or whatever. Yeah. It's the it's that part of miscellaneous. The zero zero one is stuff we don't know where else to put it. Right, like including various Chupacabras forms of pseudoscience and, yeah. and things like that. Ali- that's where we'll find aliens and UFOs. Yes. correct. Okay, so and I do have a newer book out there too. It's in the new section of, of the juvenile. Of course, section. it is. Same number though, right? Should be zero zero one point nine four four. It should be. Oh, Denise, what did you find? Um, apparently, Google captured these v- pictures in 2015, Google Earth, and they weren't spotted by someone until 2018, but I'm still like, what am I supposed to be looking at here? Mm. <laughs> they circled it with a question mark, and I'm still like, what am I looking at here? <laughs> there like, is something sticking out of that water right there. Well... It could totally be a log. Oh, no, that <laughs> looks like it might be Bigfoot. Yes, that's what I thought on that second one. I was like, oh, that's just Bigfoot. Oh, and you can't even <laughs> oh, we recognize that one. <laughs> like, I already know what that one is. Funny. You want to look? This is still on the same website, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just kept scrolling down. And I was like, look at that. <laughs> yeah, I see Bigfoot better than I see yeah, a Loch Ness monster there. So I will tell you that, of course... All the little shops around Loch Ness make their money on selling touristy stuff. Mm-hmm. And so one of the coolest things that I found, and I bought one, I think I gave it to my sister, is this little thing to put on your table, and it's got three parts. Mm-hmm. And it's the little kind of semicircle, mm-hmm. semicircle, semicircle with a long neck sticking up. <laughs> and they're green, and it just sits, you know, like it's, rising above the surface of your table oh i was it's thinking it was cute. it was like a salt and pepper shaker or something no it's not anything <laughs> it's just a trinket just a thing i remember reading a book from the library when i was a child about they had libraries when you were a kid yeah they sure, they sure did <laughs> i'm pretty sure it was this library <laughs> it might have been or it might have been the denton library because I didn't live there for a little bit. Or it might have been my school library. I don't know. It's about sea monsters and things like that, like what we're talking about. Uh-huh. And I remember seeing this picture that I was like, oh my gosh, that's absolute proof 
that creatures like that exist. So I just did a search for it, uh-huh. and I found it in my first set of search results. Ooh. Wow. It was in 1977, a supposed carcass of a plesiosaur. Yeah. It was uh, accidentally captured by a Japanese trawler near New Zealand in 1977, supposed by many to be the carcass of a prehistoric plesiosaur. Long-necked marine predatory reptile with four paddle-like limbs. Anyway, you also just look at the picture because, I mean, how could you not look at at that picture and be like, oh my gosh, that's legit. That is totally legit. What? Wow. Yeah. I mean, that couldn't possibly be just like a mass of, of sea... De- detritus or anything seaweed or uh-uh. whatever that's that's a plesiosaur <laughs> but i remember seeing this in that book when i was a kid and, and I you was, were convinced i was convinced i was a believer right then and there you're a believer. i wonder where it is now hmm that's a good question so that whole thing in 1933 here's mm-hmm. something i thought was interesting that i read in this popular mechanics article that they they conned this London, well-respected London gynecologist named Robert Wilson. Of all people, uh-huh. like, of all professions, why, I don't know. But they convinced this guy that he should say he took these photos <laughs> of this fake thing. <coughs> and then when it all came out, nobody had any idea how he got convinced to say these were his photos and he took them and this really happened. Nobody knew because it didn't come out for a long time. But and he wasn't around to ask. No, he wasn't around. And, and it was just the weirdest thing. Oh, well. Odd. Maybe his practice wasn't going so well and he needed some money. Mm, maybe. Or he was a gambler and he needed some money. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, and I'm thinking, what kind of conspiracy are they trying to hide? <laughs> that they want him to go up there to take well, their eyes off something else because he's respected. Mm-hmm. So, well, he's yeah, a doctor or something or other, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, see, in this book, it even says a sturgeon. It could be that. Hmm. Oh, they only come to fresh water to lay eggs. How is one in Montana then? <laughs> <laughs> but it says that's why it could not be seen much or may not be seen much. Hmm. See, it says sturgeons can grow as big as sharks, but I think they could be bigger than a shark. Hmm. Depends on the shark. Yeah. Sharks are different varieties of sharks. Good point. Different sizes. I have a quote from that Adrian Shine guy again. Yeah. We know now that the Loch Ness monster isn't a plesiosaurus. That era has passed. The pictures that show that are rubbish. All right. We are. Done. So the video that I saw about him was on history.com. Yeah. If anybody's interested in looking that up. I saw that too, and I thought, history.com does something besides ghost hunters. All right. <laughs> Yay. No, that's the travel channel. 
Oh, yeah. Okay, sorry. The History Channel does. The Ancient aliens. Yeah. Oh, well, see. Okay, this all <laughs> and makes sense. Yeah, and all Got the it. zoology stuff. Yeah. Yes. You know, history things. <laughs> right. It's a reliable resource. It's totally, yeah. For. Legit. All right, here's a timeline. First sighted in 1933, May 2nd. 1960s, universities started using sonars on expeditions and they detected large, moving underwater objects. In 1975, they had sonar and underwater photography, and they got a photograph that vaguely resembled the giant flipper of an aquatic animal. In the 80s and 90s, which we have better equipment, right? More inconclusive readings. And in 1994, that's when they proved that the 1934 photo was a hoax. I don't know. You know, when you've been seeing it since the, would you say, 500 AD? Mm-hmm. I think or that, longer. that there may be more truth to it. <laughs> <laughs> I am the one who is not the doubter around here. <laughs> I hmm. see plausibility in things. Why couldn't it be a sturgeon, or why couldn't it be another kind of fish that we know of? I mean, how do you know that there's not some kind of creature down there that we don't know of? We just haven't discovered See, it. that's the thing that Adrian Shine has come to the conclusion about, right? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Is that they're finding all kinds of small things that they don't see anywhere else. So, it's possible. It's yeah. like an isolated uh, yeah. ecosystem, and it's yeah. got its own... Special life kind forms. Gone its own direction. Yeah. And it's shy. If you're going to put some kind of pod in the water to go down and look, he's I mean, going to say, like, I don't want my picture taken. It's, uh, obviously, it's not aggressive. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't go tipping over boats and stuff. It doesn't go eating people. It doesn't eat people. It doesn't. Kidnapping g- women. Yeah. Right. And making them bake bread. Bake bread. <laughs> <laughs> they marry them first. Right. Right. <laughs> That's important. You don't want to be just baking bread for <laughs> well, anybody, no. any random stranger. Terrible. It's all terrible. I'm sure I remembered that completely <laughs> wrong. But <laughs> no, it, it really is like this human <laughs> woman in a cave baking, some, cooking something. And it's, I don't know, it was just That's so funny. Well, it has to warm in certain spots. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It has a Beauty and the Beast yeah, sort flair of to it ethics. and kind of yeah. a, you know, that I'm mythical. on Lake Horse. I think that's where I'm stuck. Water Horse? Water, Water horse. horse. Yeah. <laughs> that's well, where I'm stuck. <laughs> like, is it a horse? <laughs> is well, it like a seahorse? <laughs> that makes less sense. <laughs> it's like a horse body, but with flippers, so it can swim underwater. So there's a Disney <laughs> thing, right? The Water Horse. That's a movie, right? Yeah, there's, there's a movie of that. Yeah. It's a really good movie. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Well, well, well already then. We'll have to. <laughs> I take don't know. Your word for I've it. never heard of it again. I don't think we have it here, but I'm sure we can get it from somewhere. Uh, okay. Is the Water Horse like a Kelpie? Is that a different thing <laughs> altogether? So do you ever feel like when you go kind to of. some place like this that it's like, oh, I just don't want to leave because as soon as I do, they're going to see it. I'm going to yes. turn my back and it's going to be like, yeah, yeah. Yep. 
or the webcam. It's like, man, I can't take my eyes off of it. I'm sure that happens all the time. But I'm, I'm very fascinated that the webcam is above water. For some reason, I can't see. I know, but for some reason, I'm thinking you got to have some underwater stuff, even if it's in the clear Lockmore Morier, whatever that is. Why are you looking at me like that? Because that's the whole thing is seeing it rise above the water. That is so like. There's such less chance of that happening. <laughs> I mean, it just sounds lazy, really. Right? <laughs> well, I can sit on the beach. Oh. So this is a 2007 movie, The Water Horse. Yeah. Uh, 6.4 on the Internet Movie Database. Is that what that is? Yeah, that's what that is. That's 71 Metascore. It's not terrible. It's a... It doesn't have anybody you know in it. So is it based on this myth? No. I mean, yes. Not the Loch Ness Monster, but other water creature myths. Mm -hmm. Does it marry the girl in Baked Bread for her? No. Okay. No, this actually... Oh, she Baked Bread. Right. I'm like... Got that wrong. I don't think the water horse did anything besides kidnap her. (laughs) (laughs) So this is set during... The Second World War. Hmm. It's a Kelpie. Yeah. I thought Kelpies were evil. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what you think, but they're not. Oh. You know. We've just been mistaken. The yeah. This whole time. Yeah. So, anyway, there you go. There is a book by that name, by Dick Kingsmith, the guy who wrote Babe, the pig, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but it's not the same story. They just took that title and kind of did their own thing. Hmm. That's enough of that. So what would you do if you saw the Loch Ness Monster? (laughs) Trying to take a non-grainy picture. picture. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody would believe it. No one. Mm -mm. They would say, that's totally photoshopped. (laughs) Somebody edited that. They would just put it on this website, and then I would go back and look at it and make fun of it that's what would happen and if it was my own picture i'd be like i think you'd be defending it <laughs> i was there it really happened i did not I know what i saw I, saw it. I will go to my grave <laughs> leaving Out of your grave sooner than you think, because <laughs> it's a water horse and it's gonna take you down <laughs> onto the water. Or you might just end up baking bread. Baking bread <laughs> for the rest of your life. I'm sure it wasn't bread, but that sounded good at the time. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I am on a website called WideOpenSpaces.com, mm-hmm. and they've got. At least 18 different bodies of water in the U.S. and Canada have reported some kind of lake monsters swimming in their waters. Really? And they've got it here. Are there at. any in Texas? I did not see any in Texas. Hmm. At least I'm on this website. I'm sure did you are. see the? <coughs> did you see the one for ours? Mm-mm. Or the one that I was talking about? Cold Lake in Alberta mm-hmm. has a mammoth fish called the Kinoso. 
The Cree tell a story about a young warrior that set out to cross the lake to be with his betrothed when he was attacked. The entire canoe was broken in two and pieces were found floating around the lake for days. The warrior was never seen again. Ooh. Thetis Lake in British Columbia. The Thetis Lake monster, a.k.a. the Canadian Lizard Man, was first wow. reported on Vancouver Island in 1972. The creature was seen by two teenagers <laughs> who said they were chased by a five-foot humanoid reptilian with a large head covered by barbed spikes. One of the young boys suffered a gash on his hand as a result of being attacked by the monster. Wow. Yeah, there's a lot of British Columbia. When did this happen? The 72. 72. Oh. Before uh -huh. forensic DNA or anything. Right. <laughs> Cameron Lake, also in British Columbia. Cammy <laughs> has been sighted in this Canadian lake since the 1980s, and even researchers are convinced that there's something down there. Locals in the Vancouver Island area where it has been seen can't decide whether it's a fish, eel, or something else altogether. One thing they all agree on is that it's big. Here's <laughs> a picture. Ooh, yeah. But, you know, the whole scale thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Another British Columbia. Cadborough Bay. The left coast of Canada seems to be replete with unusual creatures such as caddy. <laughs> Some reports say that the monster of the bay was first seen in the early 1900s. Given the scientific name of Cadborosaurus wilsis, <laughs> it's said to be a serpent-like animal over 50 feet long with the head of a horse and flippers. The 1934, in 1934, two duck hunters trying to retrieve a downed bird watched in horror as the beast rose to snatch it. Snapped at some seagulls and submerged. So one of the references that I found in looking at Loch Ness was this African myth, well, story, whatever mm -hmm. we want to call it, uh, Congo River Basin mythology, Mokele Mbembe, one who stops the flow of rivers, and it's supposed to be a half-elephant, half-dragon creature. Yeah. Lake Superior. Mm -hmm. What? Lake Superior. An unusual sighting in this lake, even on a list of such unusual things, is the ugly merman. <laughs> Since the 1700s, reports of a half-man, half-fish mer-being have been coming in from around the largest of all the Great Lakes. In 1782, a voyager within Ojibwe guide watched a strange fin creature swimming about 75 yards offshore that he described as having the upper body of a human being with a human face, brilliant eyes, and a dark complexion. Well, I, I really think that there's something to the, you know, misinterpreting your eyes try to make sense of what it sees. Mm -hmm. And it, it, if it can't place it, you know, makes up something, I guess. Um Kind of fills in the blanks. Yeah. So thinking about times that I've been on a lake and you see something from a distance, it's usually a floating log <laughs> or something. You think, oh, is that a snake? And then you get up closer <laughs> and it's like a twig or something, you know, a branch. That's never what I think it is. So one of the joys of looking at things on the internet, mm -hmm. 
is when you see those other stories they think you might be interested in because you clicked on this. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. And one of them I found after researching the Loch Ness Monster is what to do if moose are fighting in your driveway. <laughs> what do you do? I don't know. <laughs> I don't like, need to know. I did not click inside. that. It did not apply <laughs> oh to me, God. but if I think you. I would stay inside. Yes. If you're in your car, I would just keep driving, keep driving. and go eat dinner. Call and then come back. Call animal control <laughs> if, if I'm in an area that has such and say, hmm, I don't know if you want to do anything or if you're going to make me just wait them out. <laughs> But there are two moose driving in my driveway, (laughs) fighting fighting in my driveway, and I either need to get out or get in. (laughs) Which that reminds me of another story. We were at a lake in Montana at this campground, and everybody was like, oh, what is that? What is that? And so we go out there, and there is a mama moose swimming across the lake with her baby. Hmm. So, you know not knowing i mean from a distance and then it's getting closer and closer that could be a monster too mm. yeah mm-hmm. you know depending on where it's going mm-hmm. and especially if all you see is a silhouette right yeah. you have no idea what it is mm-hmm. yeah the sun's in your eyes or it's it's cloudy and misty or you know something anything could affect what you yeah how you see it and and you're right your eyes are going to try to make sense of it in the best way they know how based on what's in your brain to make sense of things. Yes. I even do that on TV. Oh, Sometimes sure. images are like, you're too focused, too, it's mm-hmm. too blown up or something, and you're like, what is that? And then you finally, like, your brain processes. And yeah. It's like, ah. It's like when you say something and people can't, they misunderstand what you're saying and have to think about it. You have to say more words. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I think this is fascinating. I don't think there's enough sightings. And it's too hard to go try to find it. Mm-hmm. It's not like Bigfoot, where you can just go out in the woods. Right. You have to go to a specific place. Where? What do you mean? Loch Ness. Oh, for, yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you can't just go to any woods and, and and maybe find a Bigfoot or any lake. That's right. And find a a Loch Ness monster. Mm-hmm. So the one thing I don't like about Texas lakes uh-huh. is they're dirty, and you can't see. Right. So probably a lot like the one, um, the Loch Ness. Perfect place for a lake monster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Well, we do know that there's American alligators mm-hmm. in lakes around here there are yep those are scary they are scary i would not want to meet one of them no but they don't get super big do they maybe it's just because the one that that they bring here to the library to show us is tiny yeah no i (laughs) think they do yeah did anybody see the movie crawl i did not Uh -uh. is it a funny alligator movie is it like no it's a scary alligator movie People die from the alligator. Yeah, it's about a, it's a hurricane, oh. and I think it takes place in I think it's in Louisiana or mm-hmm. um, some some place southern okay. coastal city. Mm-hmm. And there's a hurricane and everything's flooding, and this girl goes to find her dad, and she finds him in the crawl space where he was trying to finish prepping the house, uh-huh. and he got attacked by some alligators that got loose and got in the crawl space. Wow. And the water's coming up. 
and and they're trapped down there with the alligators. Mm. I, I want it's you to read movie. this because <coughs> these are the words of a Captain Hassel. Captain Hassel? Yeah. So I think you could read this better than I you could. You think I should read this? <laughs> Okay, that's it. Just read it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Two days before arrival at Galveston and about 4.30 p.m. on May 13th, weather calm, smooth sea, latitude 26, 52, longitude 91, 20. I saw a shoal of sharks passing the ship. Five or six came under the vessel's stern, but before we could get out a line, they went off with the rest. About two minutes after, one of the men sang out that he saw something on the weather bow, like a cask on its end. Presently, another one called out that he saw something rising out of the water like a tall man. On a nearer approach, we saw it was an immense serpent with its head out of the water, about 200 feet from the vessel. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> about 200 feet in the air today. It's yeah. pretty big. He lay still on the surface of the water, lifting his head up and moving the body in a serpentine manner. Galveston. Galveston. Hmm. Oh, the captain continued. <laughs> so I believe it. I believe they saw something. It was a plesiosaur. Lake, Lake Granbury, Texas. Oh, yay. That one. Wow. Named One Eye. We're so good at naming things. One eye. Yeah, one eye. What do you think that means? <laughs> <laughs> probably very literal. Yeah. Oh, it, has, it probably means it has one leg. <laughs> I don't. Know. <laughs> you never know, do you? So, yeah, Granbury, Texas. One eye. The creature is described as having dark colored skin, a long neck, a very small head, and a humped back. Ronan Coughlin, an Irish investigator, <laughs> says whether it has attained a one eye state by accident or whether it is naturally one eyed, I cannot say. Because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get that close. <laughs> uh huh. St- hmm. I want to. I want to be a cryptozoologist investigator and be able to live on that. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's an Irish investigator in Texas. I know, right? This this is big stuff. Mm-hmm. So, Chris, I'm reading about that movie, Crawl. Crawl. And I'm yeah, reading I about the goofs. I love reading those. Oh yeah, I'm sure there's. It's not accurate. In any respect. Well, no, but the the one goof that they keep throwing in there is that apparently her dad tells her, you should swim for safety because you can swim faster than those alligators. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and then they say, I don't think that's true because alligators have been clocked it up at up to 20 miles an hour, and even Michael Phelps only swims six miles per hour. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that was one of the so key points of the movie is that she was a swimmer. Swim. And, uh, and oh, she was I just see. so good that she could. She could outswim the alligators. Yep, and their lives depended on it that she could outswim <laughs> the alligators. Yeah, oh, oh yeah, I was, I was calling total, total nonsense on that, but That's it was still a funny. fun movie. What? Denise, you found something else. The Lake Worth Monster. Oh, yay. Is a scaly part man. Part goat, 
Creatures said to have been in Lake Worth. We and call those satyrs. Alton's Bridge, just outside Fort Worth. But okay, so wait, wait, Old Alton Bridge. Old Alton's Bridge. This is Gobian. This is this is New Denton. This is like south of Denton. Mm-hmm. Like I think they just five, mean like six Lake miles Worth from the, my house. Like the place, not the lake. Yeah. Old Alton, yeah. Because that doesn't make sense. A goat in the mm-hmm. water and yeah. a man in a, in living in the water. Neither one of them can live in the water. It's <laughs> not so even like half of them can. He lives on a bridge. That's, that's the part that's really unbelievable about all of this. <laughs> <laughs> that's it, right there. Neither half of them are designed to be in the water. <laughs> that's completely impossible. sums up our whole discussion here though today doesn't it yes <laughs> i just found something called trinity river monster oh we should we should hear about fisherman's that. encounter with massive aquatic creature in texas there <laughs> something finally uh, at least it's an aquatic creature <laughs> <laughs> let's see in 1979 an avid fisherman familiar with the river and its inhabitants had a surprise encounter with a massive creature that had no business in the Texas River. <laughs> had None. no business there. <laughs> no business there. <laughs> yeah, go to Arkansas. <laughs> we don't want you here. <laughs> so this is his account. Do you want to read this, Chris? Would you like me to? I will. Yes. So, in quotes here, I was just fishing on the little, on the little peninsula like I always did because it was a good spot for bait. For <laughs> I was going to say bait. <laughs> for bait. That's wrong. With that. The water was about five feet down from the edge of the bank where I was standing. The water was calm and slow moving. I never knew how deep the water may have been there. All of a sudden, there was a very large swirl in the water and up came a creature I was not prepared to lay my eyes on. Not <laughs> <laughs> I was not prepared. It rose completely straight out of the water to a height of about 10 feet. It was even with the top of my head. What? He's <laughs> 10 feet. He's 10 feet tall. <laughs> I saw its left side. It was completely black, and the width of the body was a diameter of a 55-gallon oil barrel. The eye was as large as the diameter of a coffee cup saucer. <laughs> The mouth it had was approximately four feet long with many sharp pointed teeth like that of a pike or gar and were at least four inches in length. It had very large scales. It was as black as coal. It looked exactly like what is depicted as an ichthyosaurus that you see in museums and books. I never saw a fin or any other appendage it may have had as they must have been down below the surface. I just stood there, frozen in shock, until I realized it was looking directly at me. Oh no! It was only eight feet away, and I could have easily reached over to grab. Could have easily reached over to grab me up, like I was an easy pickings for a meal that was I, and that I was on the menu. I just started slowly backing up, away from the edge of a little peninsula, toward my truck. After some paces back, making distance between the creature and I, 
I just slipped straight down the back into the water. Straight, it just it just slipped straight back down into the water. I got out of there and never went back to that spot again. <laughs> I did not know things could get that big in fresh water. I will never forget how it looked at me or how it was staring right at me. Two ways of saying the same thing. <laughs> but, you know, mm-hmm. I'll never forget that. Never forget it. I don't know. That seemed a little hokey to me. Yeah, very <laughs> uh, very precise descriptions. Yes. It was about, the mouth was about four feet. It had teeth that were about four inches. It was about the big around as a 55-gallon oil barrel. Was that its neck? Is it body? Yeah. He said he didn't see any fins or appendages, so it must have just been the neck. Because well, I'm thinking, how could a a body that was only that big support a four foot long n- nose and mouth? I'm thinking it all just stuck straight up, like oh, I see. Yeah, about like ten feet. Alligator thing mm-hmm. kind of thing. Or sturgeon. (laughs) I don't know. Which, when you think about a fish, could never do that for that length of time. Right. How long? This is 19. No. Oh. How long did it stay up there? Long enough for him to back away slowly. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, fish jump. Right. Then they're gone. They can't. Yeah. Keep themselves up above the water. It's as big around as a 55-gallon oil barrel. That's a big old thing. That's that's big. It's massive. So that means that whatever was under the surface had to be really big. Well, they say an iceberg, most of it's under the water, and it's a lot bigger. This was not an iceberg. Well, it could have been. I mean, like, if the, the majority of it is underneath the water. I said like, not it was. Right. So, an iceberg on top of the water. <laughs> Obviously, it was just an iceberg. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Sorry. Well, I know I knew what you... <laughs> Thanks, Chris. So did I. <laughs> but there was a miscommunication in there. So. No, there wasn't. <laughs> there was not at all. <laughs> you know that. There was a deliberate yes. <laughs> misinterpretation <laughs> in there somewhere. <laughs> Maybe it was just really tall and it was walking along the bottom. Maybe. And uh, and that yeah. was just its neck sticking out. Because he said he didn't know how deep it was. I mean, you can't see the bottom in the right. lakes around here. <coughs> so this account was on the National Cryptid Society. Oh, that's legit. Yeah. Because yeah. it's national. Yeah. Is it a and it's a society. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. Is I bet it? they pay dues. <laughs> Who are they? But who's getting paid? That's the job that you want. Is the yeah, that's get, right. Where you get paid. Not where you the, get paid, not where you pay. Right. That's right. Hmm. So right here in, in Texas, we have our own. Pretty close by, too. Our own Mm-mm. things. Close enough, we could go to it. Is, we could. We could. 
I'm not going somewhere where a 10-foot thing looks at me out of the side of its face with four-inch <laughs> teeth and a four-foot mouth. As big around as a 55-gallon oil barrel. That's big. <laughs> so I just want to mention that, that Nessie has been par- paralleled or parodied or something along those lines mm-hmm. in one of my favorite classic Super Nintendo games, Earthbound. Yeah. Uh, where you go to Winters, and there's a private school there, and uh, part of Jeff's story in that game is he's leaving the school in Winters to go and find his friends who he hasn't met yet. They're psychic. Oh, okay. These kind of things happen. Um, but the the school is right next to Lake Tess. All right. And they look for the Lake Tess monster, also known as Tessie. Tessie. Oh. And there's a whole Tessie watching club. So that's one of the <laughs> thing. One of the, one of the groups of people you run into is the Tessie watching club, all sitting out there with their binoculars looking <laughs> for, for Tessie. Oh, that's funny. And then later you meet Tessie, and she helps you get across the lake. Oh my goodness, that's nice. It is. It's very nice. That's her. There. Uh, she's purple. Uh huh. Huh. Uh, like uh, Barney. <laughs> <laughs> Barney's cousin Tessie. Yeah. Right? So. Oh, that's funny. If you ever get the chance to explore Loch Ness, take a look. See if you can spot Nessie. Let us know. Maybe. Uh, yeah. I'm going to do a little more local. Go check out Trinity River. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let me know what you see there. Let me just say, if you see something and you get a good photograph, you better come and show us, and we will have you as an interviewee. On our podcast. (laughs) On our podcast. What more could you want as a result of spotting something like this? No calling the radio or the TV stations. Uh, Don't call the Today Show. Ghostbusters. Right? Or Ghostbusters. Mm-mm. Don't call Oprah. Call <laughs> us here at Decatur Public Library. Yes. Because we are on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, it's been the long overdue podcast. Have a nice day. <laughs> <laughs>